0: Not much needs to be said tonight. I think everyone's hurting. Um, So we've got a few days. The next game's here as well. So we'll group and um, regroup. And, yeah, everyone's hurting. So we'll try and make amends. No, I wouldn't say it's one thing. Um, Yeah, again, um, you know, maybe they got a few more than we would have liked. And um, obviously 177s off the mark as well. So, um, yeah, there's a few things we need to tidy up.
1: Pat Cummins after last night's loss. What happened last night? We're still in it. And one here on the text, this World Cup has started the same as the T20 World Cup. We won. Chill out, bro. Um, And uh, there's quite a few coming through saying that we should still have faith. Stephen O'Keefe's been good enough to join us. Former Australian spinner and SEN commentator. Thanks to Toolkit Depot. Everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in-store and online. Stephen joins us. Welcome to you, Stephen. Great to have you on. Thanks for your time.
0: Thank you for having me, Duane. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I watched the start of the Aussie innings last night and uh, turned the turned the TV off at 6-70. Um, not the ideal start for the Aussies, um, but in this tournament, you know, we've got to get up to fourth. We could probably ill afford another loss, um, but my biggest concern is just watching the way they're going about their cricket. Very, very uncharacteristic at the moment with a lot of drop chances and just not executing as well as they would have liked, which tells me the side's not as connected as they should be, not as dialled in, and this is a World Cup. So not panic stations yet, but um, hopefully they can turn it around.
1: So do they have debriefs where they sit in front of the coach and he goes on the whiteboard and, well, if they do, tell us what might have been in the debrief, and if they don't, tell us what would be on the whiteboard in the first four (laughs) or five columns of things they need to address? I like how you said there'd be four or five columns um, and it'd be a bloody big <laughs> whiteboard at the moment, wouldn't
0: it? Um, I mean, you know, going back and looking at the game and trying to be forensic, you're trying to look for silver linings in the, in the Australian side over the last couple of performances and even leading back to South Africa where they, they didn't end the series well there, albeit they've made a few changes. Um, but, you know, you look at the scorecard, South Africa getting away to a flyer. You know, they are two for 158. They, they led up front with their batters. Now our quicks in this game struggled to find or create some chances with the new ball, and on the flip side, you know our batting group just was really under pressure. And look, South Africa had the bet the better of the-, the better of the conditions. There's no doubt about that, uh, and they learnt off how Australia bowled in that back end of the last ten overs. You know they they really tied Davy Warner up with changes of pace, particularly Lungi and Gidi, um, and brought about wickets. So look, you know the conditions over there can can really change and dictate the game. That the ball that got Josh Inglis, I mean that ball moved. More than it did all game, but you have to be the quality of those bowlers to be able to hit the top of off and get the ball swinging. How does Australia go about changing or improving going forward? Well, you know you'd be having a, a freshen up, I think, is what the Aussies need. They look a bit tired, they look a bit flat. Maybe a day or two to, to switch off and then go hard into some fielding and just going back to some basics. Um, they're going to get the, they're going to get a repeat match on on the same ground or same conditions, and I, I hope they've learnt. Um, in how to play there. You know, I was, I was critical that Australia didn't have a second spinner, but I think Glenn Maxwell has done a really good job in both the opening games. Picked up two big wickets in Bavuma and Quinton de Kock. Um, you know, and Adam Zampa, who will have to assess how he's bowling. looks at times a little bit full. Um, you know, getting getting hurt uh, down the ground and through cover, which is unlike him. He usually bowls an impeccable length. It's always challenging the knee roll. Um, you know, so there, there's, there's so much improvement there for the Aussies. We're so far from best um, but we're looking at you know top four you get into finals over there that's all that really matters you know that the next sort of run home that we have is Pakistan and Sri Lanka both playing reasonable cricket Sri Lanka hasn't won a game yet but they've, you know posted scores are 351 against Pakistan and Pakistan's playing good cricket themselves so it, 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 they've had a tough start the Aussies, two really really good teams in good form uh, and they're going to be up against it again at Sri Lanka and Pakistan over the next couple of weeks.
1: So you saying the first mistake we made was not reading the conditions well enough because we did send them in. Yep. Yeah. So the,
0: so the square there had been relayed. It, it is a ground that a couple of the Aussies know. Well, they should know. They play IPL cricket over there. Um, we sent them in, and yeah, I think in hindsight you'd want that toss back as Pat Cummins because the ball certainly moves. And even listening to some comments from the South African quicks, Kagiso Rabada, you know, was saying that you know the ball certainly did move around under lights, and with a bit of dew in the wicket, generally you think. That might speed the wicket up and make it a little bit easier for batting it certainly did when australia played india um as that game wore on it didn't deteriorate um how it looked it might have it certainly skipped on a bit and i think in this situation and we don't want to make excuses but there are reasons um you know the ball i think did nip around a little bit more you combine that with a couple of decisions that you know were questionable you know the stoyness glove down the leg side i think looking at that on repeat you know richard Kettleborough very rarely makes mistakes like that sitting in his third umpire and the Steve Smith one, I'm was look, i still looking at that, working out how Hawkeye had that hitting leg. But, um, you know, they're, they're only small uh, situational things that happen in the game. The big bowling blocks for Australia are, you know, executing their fielding. Um, you know, they're, they're completing over the last 12 months at 66% of catches, which is outside the top 10. And when we think of great Australian sides, you know, they're a team that creates chances out of nothing. And those half chances... More often than not, they're taking. And, and in this situation, we're not. Um, and it just makes the unit as a whole look a bit tired and on the back foot. And that's not what we, you know, associate with great Australian teams. So there's some areas that we need to pick back. Um, and look, yeah, as you said, with the conditions, we've got, we've got another game on these same wicket. And I
1: think if, if it does look the same, the Australians will be looking to, to, to bat first as opposed to bowl. So it's hard as an outsider, and even a non-cricketing outsider like me, to look at it and, Make assessment. but I kind of presume sometimes if we drop so many catches that it's a, it is a tiredness or a fatigue or a, a fatigue and concentration thing. Is there? Do we read too much into a, what seven drop catches last night, or does, is that an indicator of where they're mentally at? Uh, look, I
0: mean you, you're always you're always looking for clues, aren't you? And you yeah. know when a team's doing well, success will leave clues, and when they're not doing so well, I look at fielding as the yardstick of how connected and switched on a team is. You know, if you're taking good catches, it means that all 11 players out there are uh, in that moment ready for that opportunity that comes. And when you're just missing a couple, um, you know, you very rarely see Mitchell Stark drop catches. He held onto it. His elbows hit the ground. The next ball, it's stoyness at cover. Um, and then the next ball goes to six. And there are only little moments in the game because this isn't the 49th over. But the ball after went for six after the after the Stoyness one, and it sort of just rubs it in and shows that South Africa are really uh, willing to pre- prepare themselves to take these opportunities when they come and then capitalise, and the Australians look a bit on the back foot. You know, we're always looking for clues in, in, in this side about how they're feeling, how they're shaping up. It's hot, it's foreign, um, but this is where we expect Aussies to dig in, you know, and step up and step forward into the contest, and we just looked at, just don't look as connected as what we normally do. Could we put that down to a bit of fatigue, potentially? But I don't think the Aussie public want to hear in a World Cup mm. that we're tired. That's that's certainly no excuse. Um, so I think a freshen up is needed, you know, a day or two just to get away from it. Um, and I have no doubt at all that, you know, we will see a very much changed and improved Aussie side going forward. Yes, they might have to win six of their next seven to get into that top four. But i look at that group and I, I I know that that is a group that will be hurting from this uh, performance or start to the tournament and I know this will be a team who will want to make a point and prove themselves um, you know they've got good depth here in batting and bowling Cameron Green missed out um, Alex Carey was unlucky to miss out I thought he offers a point of difference at wicket keeping but that gives opportunities to guy like, guys like Josh Inglis who I think are in a reasonable form and ready for this World Cup so uh, I think look out Sri Lanka in this next match because the Aussies will want to make a big big
1: statement and I, I, I think this is the time to hit the go button are there any specialist 50 over batters that we missed a trick by not putting them in? Do you think, Stephen? Mm,
0: I, I don't think so. I think what well, they've got to, I mean, we saw the form of Marnus Lubbershane. You know, he, he did an exceptional job over in South Africa and earned his place. I, I think missing Travis, Travis Head is a big piece for us. He's been, I mean, the, in regards to being a, a complete cricketer, his last 12 months across Test, one day T20s has been nothing short of brilliant. And, and the success we've had generally comes off the back of him starting well in India. You know, you know in India that you really need to put that new ball away. You know, you need to get off to a flyer. You need to rotate strike and not lose wickets against spinners in the middle overs. And the death. you just need to finish off. The runs will come generally easy when the ball softens up. Um, but we're missing that trick at the start of the innings um, with Travis Head. So I think they've got the right group. When Steve Smith and Marnus Lovershane are struggling at spin like they've done, I think they're probably our two best players of spin. And when they're struggling, that tells me the conditions are tough. Um, But again, you know, in these situations, we need guys who are our best players of spin, Steve Smith and Marnus Lubbershane, not noted for going hitting big boundaries, but being able to turn over the strike and hit sweepers. And they're doing a great job, the opposition teams, in in doing their homework. Marnus Lubbershane, you know, scored 46, but it was off 74 balls. When you're chasing 300, and I know your back's up against it, it's just not quite quick enough. Um... So some starts from the Aussie batters. I think they've got the group to do it. I, I think you know they've been disappointed, but you know they've got the power at the end with Stoinis, uh, Mitch Marsh. We yet to see five has had a great summer. So if the team is there, it just needs to it just needs to turn it on.
1: And an extra spinner is our depth of spinner oh. not deep enough that we were we're prepared to drop a quick. Yeah,
0: I, look, I I've been uh, I've been whacking lyrical about this one. Mm. I, I, yeah, you look at you know. I said earlier success leaves leaves clues. You look at India, they played three front line spinners against us. Kuldeep Yadav, Ashwin and Jadeja. I would love to see and this may be a little bit biased, but a left arm finger spinner in Kuhneman. We lost Agar and we, we you know, we chose to essentially switch him out for, you know, Marnus to come into the squad. I, I really think that, that side desperately needs it. We don't have it. Um, but I think in conditions over there that, that you'll need spinners um, and fingerspinners, in my opinion, who can really challenge the forward defence, be accurate. Uh, and we're seeing Mitchell Sandner, five. Uh, Shaky Balasan has had success. Uh, and Ravindra Dadeja, these, these are clues from successful teams that are doing really, really well. You know, we're just missing that. Um, albeit, you know, Glenn Maxwell's done a great job, very tidy against India, you know, picked up two big wickets. Um, and it's very rarely that you see Adam Zamba have back-to-back games where he hasn't had an impact on the outcome of the game. Um, so if they can get them to working together and bowling well, that'll go a long way into helping the Aussies. Because like I said, in India, over 10 to 40, the battle between bat and ball is about how many wickets your spinners can pick up versus how how good the strike rate is of the opposition batters. And, and at the moment, we're not winning that that arm wrestle, uh, and that's allowing teams at the back end to really exploit our quicks because they've got two set players with wickets in the sheds.
1: Stephen, great to have your understanding of it and be able to pick your brain, and I really appreciate you giving us some time. We'll talk soon. No problem at all. Thanks. Go the Aussies. Stephen O'Keefe, former Australian spinner, SEN commentator joining us. Thanks to Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof, tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear in-store or online. A couple of texts on the way to a quick break for news and then back with your calls for more midday madness, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 that open line number, if you'd like to jump on anything in the water sport you'd like to discuss, we'll get you on all the way up until the two o'clock news. Um, Dwayne uh, Ponting will end up uh, with an itch that he needs to scratch uh, and will end up as a coach. What a uh, cricket Australia should and would be uh, crazy not to get him. He's the only commentator that I don't mute. That's from Alan. Um, the money's too big as a commentator these days for him to jump to coaching, I think. Um, and there's less pressure as a commentator. When you turn your mic off, you knock off. And uh, I think he's going to be a commentator for a long time. But um, maybe because he's got an itch to scratch, he might take the pay cut. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Appreciate that you don't read our text that disagree with your opinion. That's from Wayne. I I do quite often, but here's one. However, Cummins is the worst captain since Kim Hughes. Wayne in Hawthorne East. Uh, The texts that I don't read are ones that are derogatory to people personally. And they're the ones that I tend not to read. If you're having a go at Pat Cummins about the person he is, etc. well, that's one thing. But having a go at the way he captains, that's fine. If you're drawing that analogy that he hasn't been able to captain as well, that's fine. Happy to read those out. Um, and happy to read any text out when it comes to things that I disagree with. It just depends on some of the wording that's thrown in there. Boy, I got some abusive text yesterday, but that's okay as well. Um, if North... Pick Curtin and Dersma, they'll be miles ahead of the West Coast with Reed. I want to talk about the Harley Reed scenario.